Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Two fantastic guests, uh, both their second appearances. We have Adam Lash, Kevin Gillian. They are from the phenomenal web series Gigahose. If you've listened to the show long enough, you'll know sometimes you'll hear like a commercial for Gigahose. This is, that's the same Gigahose. It is a, a mockumentary based web series about sex robots. Years ahead of its time, but god damn, is it great. Uh, this is kind of a special episode for me per- on a personal level. About two years ago, maybe I was doing the show. I just kind of ran out of guests because I wasn't asking people I didn't know yet. I was just having friends on. And, um, so I signed up for Twitter and ended up finding this phenomenal web series called Gigahose. And somehow me and Adam got connected and he's like, somehow he said, yes, he did the show. And that's Adam. Lash was the first guest I've ever had on this show that wasn't a friend of mine or a friend of a friend, and it was just a complete like stranger, and that gave me the confidence to be like, oh, I can keep the show going, and here we are two and a half years later, and to have him come back yet again is fantastic, and the show has grown so much, and uh, so Adam's been on twice as Kevin. You can go back and listen to their episodes. Uh, both they've been on solo, and they've also been on together. Uh, we did an entire episode about Gigahose. I'm a huge fan of this web series. It's it's like the office of sex robots, but it's very ahead of its time. Really smart, great written dialogue, funny. Um, you know, it's about sex robots and they, they encapsulate all of the, all that goes with that of the, the sex aspects. And then just, I don't know, it's fucking beautiful. Uh, so I really recommend that you check it out. The reason they're on today is because season two is on Kickstarter. Uh, of course, I will pledge some money as well, but you have it until August 15th to make a pledge to Kickstarter season two. I recommend you do it as early as possible. I'm going to do mine tonight. The thing about this is you might be like, I don't know what Kickahose is. Go to the Kickstarter page. You can see the entire first season on YouTube for free. I watched all of it on the YouTube app on my TV, so it is like just a basically, it's a TV show. I know it's called a web series, but to me it's a TV show. Uh, please give them a couple bucks. This show is free and will probably remain free forever. I'm not, I don't want your money. And for some reason, if you felt the, the need that you wanted to make a donation, Give it to the guys from Gigahose. Go to the Kickstarter. Go to gigahose.com. Give them anywhere from one to a hundred thousand. I don't know. Give them, give them a dollar. If you can listen to this episode and you really enjoy it, just give one dollar. It's something, uh, these are two dudes. They're not wealthy trust fund babies making art. They're hardworking dudes who are just busting their ass out there, making great art and performing comedy for people. And Adam shares some great stories about Perez Hilton that make him not look flattering is what you want, which is exactly what I wanted. So find them online. Check out gigahose.com. Go to the Kickstarter page. Uh, you can go to Kevin's website. It's kevinreesgilligan.com and Adam Lash, adamlashcomedy.com. Of course, all of this will be posted on the Core Temp Arts Network Facebook page. And last but not least, there is a new episode of TV Ate My Brain with me and my buddy Dwight Hurst from the Broken Brain podcast, and we are covering uh, Mr. Robot. We did an episode about the first season of Mr. Robot, and we'll be starting that back up in July. Uh, as always, we're on the Core Temp Arts Network, and um, let's get to it. In the future, humans create AI. Three days later, they have sex with it. Gigahose is a robot sex comedy with what's been called a South Park level of shock value. Creators Adam Lash and Kevin Gilligan take their concept in smart, surprising directions. 
It's been described as pure genius with a real clerks-like charm. Catch season one now at youtube.com slash gigahose. I will admit I don't get Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither do I. Yeah, I feel like the old man came out of me. I was like, this is the first social media thing of of a popular. Um, I uh, yeah, I just that's the first social media probably since MySpace. I'm just like, I give up. I don't care. Uh, I had a like a 20 year old girl who's working on this show with us explain it to me and said, I don't understand Snapchat. Can you please tell me why this is such a big deal for you? She's like, well, it's just everything. I get to check in with all my friends. And I was like, yeah, but the video disappears. The pictures disappear. Mm-hmm. Said, well, yeah, well, you can also text and chat. And I was like, okay, but the things you're sharing don't stick around. Right. So I don't, so what it what what is it about this that makes it better than Twitter, which you can share pictures and videos on it, and or Facebook, which you can do the same? What is what is it about this? Which like, well, it started because of sexting. I'm like, well, yep, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But so why, everything. What? Why this? No explanation. No. It's no, just but a young I, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure our family, I mean, my parents, I was trying to explain MySpace when that was a thing to my parents, and they're like, why would I want to talk to people when I'm at home? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's cool. I could talk to, like, my friends from high school or my, my coworkers. Like, I want some privacy. But that's, that's fun. Um, God, so I, I'm super excited, obviously, for season two of the, the Gigahose, which you guys had the Kickstarter going. What's the time frame? Was this, like, a year? You guys recorded, filmed the first season, what, two years ago? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, and I'm just thinking in two years how much tech has changed in that regard. It's like we already have a new social media that we don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> that will not make it into a gigahose because robots don't need Snapchat. They don't. No, no they don't. Um, yeah, it's two years. Like we um, – I don't know if we started writing it the year before that. Yeah. Well, and then working on season two, um, I, like we were promoting and we were trying to get into like festivals, festivals and stuff. And, stuff. Yeah. and um, hey, everybody, check out this fun thing we saw we'd made. It's really fun. And there, no one cared. Yeah, we didn't get into <laughs> a single festival. Uh, and I think I think part of it was the content. Yeah, uh, yeah, stopped people. So. Yeah, I think, but a little ahead of the curve too, because even I don't think web series are where they're at yet. Like they're gonna be the next thing; they're just not there yet. And you're still two years behind. But there's still a stigma to them. Yeah, yeah. which I don't, I don't get it. Like it makes no. I watch um everything streaming. So like when I watch Gigahose, I watch it as a TV show on my television because I watch it on YouTube. It's just Ooh. it it just didn't feel like anything different to me. Because I have Apple TV, like most, you know, nice. it's, yeah, it's just it's a web series, but it's a TV, you know, 
I mean, that isn't theoretically like Orange is the New Black a web series since it's on a web based content? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Or technically, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we should like, see, we say that next time. Mm-hmm. Watch this on your YouTube app, on Apple TV, or yeah. blah blah blah, or right. something, whatever. On Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch anything on my computer. Like I, I'm such like a TV snob. Like it has to be on the TV. Oh. So like the way I watch Gigahoes or like Jessica Jones is the identical way. It's always on in my comfy chat, in my comfy seat with the mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's like uh, I'll come home and like Adam will be watching something on netflix on his laptop and i'm like we have a tv like right across from you <laughs> that you could easily watch this on that tv why i like it on my my computer because it's right there and because uh i am not uh the tv is really loud i'm not disturbing anybody else here in the apartment no one can hear it i don't believe you i <laughs> so considerate <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm a considerate roommate. That's yep. why I'm watching this with headphones on. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you guys are tighter in space in New York, I would assume. Compared no, to- we have a decent-sized apartment, though. Yeah, we're living the high life now. Oh, yeah. We're paying for it, but we're yeah. rolling it now. Oh, yeah. Every time I'm like anywhere now, I just keep running into people from Brooklyn visiting Providence. Be like, wow, it's so cheap here. I should move here. And then they did, and now I have to move. So. Uh... <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, my uh, one of my friends, his uh, uh, boyfriend lives in Providence, so yeah, because uh, it's cheaper and it's very nice, but it's it's much less money than New York. Yeah, it's not bad though. It's like what three hour bus? I mean, I I've done mega bus to New York a ton of times. It's just like a few bucks, just New York straight shot. It's great. Nice. I wish we had a better uh, comedy scene though. I could be yeah. the problem. I don't. Well, we have. Well, I mean, there's 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 a lot more comedy options here. Doesn't make them that they're all good. Yeah, so that fair. is a true statement. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we have a lot of like great comedians here, uh, but you know, there's also. A, uh, a wealth of ones that should never be in front of a mic. A dearth, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we're we're in the new comedy boom, which I I feel like I'm not the first one to say this, but I mean largely because of like comedy podcasts. Like I was never a comedy nerd until I started listening to comedy podcasts personally. Like it just opened up the floodgates. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's a comedian now. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Even if you don't perform. <laughs> yeah. So how's uh? So maybe tell the fine folks uh your your journey for from season one to getting season two off the ground. I imagine there must be a good story there. Um. Well, yes, <laughs> it's, a, it's a story fraught with Kevin and I writing. Yes. In the living room. A lot, a lot. Um, our so we season one ended. We were um, just making like, hey, everyone watch it. Everyone watch it. Why isn't everyone watching it? You should watch this. Watch, 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 watch. Um, we had um, our one of our uh, producers uh, left to go work on uh, her own personal work. Uh, so we were like, okay, we're gonna. Um, we're going to set out to write season two. We, we had another friend uh, sort of step in to uh, help with sort of the, the production 
the pre pre production, us writing and then giving us notes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, it was just a bunch of us like uh, doing that. Uh, it was a, it was a faster process in comparison to the writing the first season. Yeah, we got it right the first time this this time. For the most part, yeah. yeah. I mean, like we you know we had a, like two drafts. Yeah. Instead of like five five with some things. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't write a whole season then rewrite another season. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. Um, we did that once once we had like the first season and, and the second season and and at the same time that we were doing this we were also uh creating a show bible uh for gigahose to try and uh sell it as an an actual show yeah uh, so a show bible for those people who don't know what that is it's a industry lingo for basically it's a document like about around a 20 page document that basically sells a tv show to networks like this is what the show is about these are the characters this is what the show would be about these are the seasons the storylines of the certain seasons to be like this is what you would be giving money towards because kevin and i feel and i think a lot of people who've seen the show uh could agree that this show could be a half hour sitcom on any number of networks yeah i i absolutely agree with that i would so, prefer hbo or like a Netflix says, you guys, the less restrictions would make it so much better. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but even, but even hey. Net, not not like Netflix, but even like FX. Oh, now, yeah, like FX would be great. I guess anything you know, besides ABC Family. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which yes. is now gone. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, whatever, whatever they're called now. Freeform. Freeform. Yeah, what, any oh, network yeah. heads out there, whoever would give you guys the most money should buy it. I, I would agree. I would Whoever's agree. got the balls to be yeah. uh, way ahead of the curve, because this show is still years ahead of the curve. Yeah, so but in some ways, I feel like it's also like almost there, because if you follow that stuff online, like they make those like robots with the AI in like Japan and like it's so close, but yet so far. Yes, we there have been robots that have been created since we filmed the first season. Yeah, that have been used for a sexual purpose. <laughs> so technically, a sex robot has been made. And it probably, let's be honest, is probably currently being used <laughs> right now. Right now yeah, as we're guy. talking, someone is having sex with said robot in Japan, probably. In all likelihood. Well, I mean, he did. I, I don't know if you saw the story. This was a few months back, but this guy made a Scarlett Johansson robot. Oh, yes, yes. I Poor Scarlett, but yes, I did see that. Poor Scarlett or, hey... That's how hot you are. Yeah. Somebody spent over a hundred and fifty thousand pounds and a year and a half <laughs> making an animatronic version of you so he can have sex with it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's exactly how she felt. Yeah, she's like, I may never have my own standalone Black Widow movie, but I'll get a sex doll made after me. Yeah, you could choose to view that as a compliment. Yes. Yes. You could. You could choose to do that. Better somebody build a sex robot after you instead of stalking you. Yeah, that's true. And Uh I mean, you've actually been a sex robot for a show. So I I mean, you come in from you. That's a real compliment. You get it. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) This is how you choose to look at it. That's all. Or or. This will lead to uh, laws made where people's likeness can't be used 
as basis for a sex robot or robot in general. And that's why we put that in the show. Because ah. Kevin and I were smart and thought about this. Genius. Because, yes. Well, I mean, to, let's be honest. Actors and other famous people of that ilk probably be like, would love that law. Because I'm sure Scarlett Johansson's not one, I think. Even right. though I'm advising her if you could <clears throat> construe it a different way. Anyways, but sex uh, porn stars yeah. may, you know, because they already have. Yeah, they have, there are sex uh, porn stars that have had their bodies scanned and digitized and all that sorts of stuff to have and 3D printed to have uh, real, basically real dolls. Oh, I saw out. that. Yeah. Who was – that was uh, – I forgot who it was. It was uh, a girl. It was a female. Well, yeah. uh, like even male porn stars, they will uh, clone their cock yeah. uh, to be used as a dildo. Mm-hmm. Because they gotta, yeah, they gotta get hard, yeah, stay hard, right? While the the uh, the plaster cures, right. I believe huh. is the correct term, around their their hog. <laughs> <laughs> I like how at that point, if they're they're getting their dick plastered, they're still not going to use the word penis. They're just going to call it a hog. <laughs> <laughs> they're still uncomfortable by it. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable by it. That's why I use a euphemism. Uh, <laughs> they did that. They did that in the movie Neighbors, which was a surprisingly funny movie. Oh, I still haven't seen that yet. The first uh, one. I didn't see the second one, but I remember seeing the first one and being like, wow, that's really fucking funny. Like, solid joke. I love Seth Rogen. Zach Efron, I can kind of give or take, um, you know, whatever. Yeah, yes. <laughs> He's in stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, celebrities will definitely be for the law saying that sex robots, and basically robots in general, cannot look like them. Yeah. Unless they have, you know, it's like the infringement of their rights. What other futuristic things were you thinking of in that lines of like for the show? Be like, all right, if this happens, what other storylines would exist like similar to that? And that's a that is true. I wouldn't even put that together, but of course the laws would catch up and be like, you can't do that, um, or, or you have to get licensing. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else did we come up with? Um. I mean, honestly, we came up that uh, that law just so that we could say why people don't look like people. Like, right. we can't afford big name brand actors in the union. Right. <laughs> yeah. So here's a law that says we can't do it. Right. Isn't, isn't that funny? How sometimes like a lack of budget can spur to the most creativity. It's true. It's we yes. Like Seinfeld is great because they couldn't say certain words like that whole masturbation episode of seinfeld they couldn't say masturbate so they just come oh, up with these right. hilarious euphemisms like king of the mm-hmm. castle or or was it even like doctor who was like really when it started it was very cheap and that's it's a phone booth because that's what they had on them they're like oh yeah, well yeah. we could paint that and we'll just write around it <laughs> bigger on the inside and then it's like I, I always think that stuff's fun yeah we um there were certain things that we wrote just kind of as, as a necessity of like, oh, like that with like the future technology, like with the phones being what they are, that they're just going to be essentially slivers of glass, you know, or plastic, um, which we've seen in other shows and movies that are futuristic or set in the future. Parks and Rec, uh, season seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for season two in particular, um, we sort of go into more of like um, privacy, I guess, and people's expected or not expected uh, 
privacy uh, expectations of privacy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, uh, we have like one where it's um, where people just don't care, like that they're being on t- on on camera, you know. Um, in terms of how we are as a society and how reality TV has evolved. Warped, you yeah. could say. Yeah. Um, and then, um, like we have, we have an episode where we, we get more of just like the general calls that, that come in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Season two really does a good job of broadening the scope a little bit because Kevin and I really did flesh out a pretty intricate world of what the future could be like. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of did a narrow focus in the first season of, nope, we're just following around these four sex spots. They're doing a thing, and there's some issues at the office, and we got to figure that stuff out. We touched upon some you know, larger issues like the robots and porn um, and robot rights a little bit because they're treated as property and not actual people because as those who watched saw that I got – my robot got – arrested and impounded uh, halfway through the season. Um, So there is a little bit more world building this time to see a little bit more of what's really going on in this world, because it's not all that happy. It's not horrible. Right. But it's not all kumbaya and utopia out there. Right. I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. Is it all the same cast or new cast? Um, for the most part, uh, we have the same cast. Uh, some are dependent on schedule, so we will have to kind of wait and see once we are, uh, closer to, uh, shooting. Yeah. Um, we can put it this way. We'll have the same characters. Yes. (laughs) All the same characters will be there. In all likelihood, most of the actors will be back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're hopeful that we'll have everyone back, um, but we have contingencies in place uh, if we are not able to. Um, I mean, we understand, you know, um, we're with our Kickstarter that we're doing for season two. We are asking for more money this go around, um, mostly because we needed it. We <laughs> we only asked for five thousand for the last Kickstarter. And we got it. Uh, we, got, we got a little bit more, but we still ended up paying uh, a few thousand more yeah. than that uh, out of pocket. And so, and since both of us are poor, yep. we can't really <laughs> afford to do that again. Uh, so uh, when we looked at our budget, we, we took that into account. And we also took into account that we want to be able to uh, at least pay our actors a stipend um, nice. because they are taking time out of their schedule to do this. And uh, we, we enjoy them and feel like that their time is worth it. So, yeah, we deserve it. Yeah. Now, how did you guys react uh, when you found out that Jessica had secretly uh, was filming in daredevil? That's ha- that was happening while we were shooting. Yeah. She was one. telling me it was like simultaneous, but she couldn't tell you. Yeah, she's like, so I can't do this day because I'm filming something for Marvel. Marvel. And we're like, do it, whatever. Yeah, Just whatever. It. Whatever Doesn't it matter. is. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Uh, and then, we, I mean, of course, we knew it was Daredevil because we keep track of what's shooting in the city. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah and, and then Daredevil season one comes out. 
and there's Jess in the opening scene right? getting stolen. It was great. Yeah. That must have felt so cool because, I mean, I, I fucking love that first season of Daredevil. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I feel like I did a reverse thing where I just got older and now I'm more in love with superheroes than ever. Where it's, <laughs> you're supposed to like do that as a kid and then get younger, but now I'm like, no, I just watch every superhero TV show they have and think about and talk about Flash 24-7. I mean, yeah, because that <laughs> show's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and... That's not growing up and and being interested in in superheroes are not things that are mutually exclusive. So not no, anymore. It's awesome! It's the greatest. <laughs> like I'm I'm all about it. Like that that uh, like um I mean I like all the Marvel move most of the Marvel movies. It's yeah. I um yeah yeah the the what was the of course the DC movies not so much but I like the DC uh, shows. DC DC shows are good. They They're just great. Haven't been able to translate to that to the movies yet. Yeah, it, like I love, like I my so my wife was watching Arrow, but I I wasn't watching it because it was on CW, and I was like, what? I didn't know what it was. And I think I'm walking into the living room one day, and she's watching the end of season one on Arrow on Netflix. When the whole spoiler alert, you guys probably saw it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah when yeah. the glades are being destroyed, I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this show? This is dark. So like I watched all of Arrow, and then I f- watched the Flash spin out from there. And now the legend spinoff, and it's just like, oh my god! Like if any Flash is like, how can we make a bunch of old, old thirty-year-old men cry their eyes out? <laughs> like, Pretty much, any chance they yeah. can. Like, oh my god! And then, I love my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you? Are you? I, I know. I've actually. I've started. Uh, I started doing some of the animated series stuff now too. I'm really liking a lot too. So I watch like Flashpoint and Paradox and whatnot. So, like, when season two of Flash ended, it was like, oh, my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> it's away. happening. Have you watched uh, Young Justice? No, that's on my queue. I have a – my brother-in-law. So good. Stuff. Yeah. It's he's like an animated series. Oh, yeah. Well, well good. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother-in-law is, like, my go-to, like, any Marvel DC question. He just gives me every answer. He's like, well, it depends what universe. But it's, <laughs> which I love that about him because I'm like, oh, thank God. We could talk for hours. Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of uh, Batman v Superman? Uh, Kevin hated it. I really did. I enjoyed it because really, yes. Okay. Because I knew the story he was trying to tell, and I really wanted it to work, so I didn't mind doing some of the work to tell me the story. That's very kind that of you. Makes any sense? Yeah. 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 And yeah. and I. Uh, felt like you shouldn't have to do that. He and Kevin is completely correct. You should not have to do that. Then that if if you're having to finish the story, and I had this conversation with Graham on on the Game South on your podcast, yeah. Um, that he was like, oh well, I mean, I knew you know you knew uh, uh, Le- uh, Lex Luthor's motivations. I was like, really? What were they? What were his? Well, you know, because it's the same motivation. He hates Superman. I was like, no, no. no. If you have to. Sh- if they're shorthanding Lex Luthor's motivations, but they can't shorthand uh, Bruce Wayne's parents' murder, oh no. god, do we need to see that anymore? No. Like, fuck, it's like that, and like it's like ever. I'm not. I never read a comic book. The comic books. I know how his parents died. Just fucking stop telling me that goddamn story. Everyone knows that no story. One, it's like that yeah. in the fucking like the Bible. Like, I get it. Stop telling it to me. I know how Jesus died. I know how the Waynes died. 
Let's wow. spoiler alert. Wow, going for it. <laughs> the Wayne's word Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. my god. See, that would be more interesting in that movie. Okay, maybe yeah. you guys can explain. I saw uh, Batman vs Superman. I don't even know the story. And yes, I watched the all two and a half hours of it. And I was just like, wow, I don't know what the hell I just watched. Well, I'm looking forward to watching the four hour version oh, of god. it when it comes out soon. Apparently, it's probably it's probably been better because the story is there. Maybe I don't yeah. know. I would love to learn more about Batman's parents dying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Throwing shade. Wow. Not at you personally, just the, the movie. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. But, I, no. You know, I said it was a solid C. I wasn't like that bad. Like, it's not like a flaming piece of garbage. It was just like, it's a C. You know, they tried. Didn't work. I'll live. But I didn't really it like it. It did not work. I mean, but they. Lo- I, it seems like they learned. Yeah, they they put uh, what Snyder in a box. Yeah. Jones is in charge of everything. If they so, edit, I feel like someone's gonna do like a fan cut and make it like seem make it better. It was just very I, chunk, chunky. I don't I don't know if they could do a fan edit because there is not enough there. Oh yeah. There. <laughs> well, it, there's a lot like, of exposition. Superman has like what 28 lines in the whole movie. Oh, I see. yeah. Wonder it's Woman was great. Super movie. Wonder Woman's great. I um, like to see more of her. Yeah, but at the same time, she had very little to do. <laughs> Dick all to do. She yeah. didn't do anything. She just like messed with Bruce a little bit and had yeah. some chemistry, and yeah. then and then showed up and like was like, all right, I'm here. I'm gonna rock this. You know, and she rocked it, and she rocked it. We had an, a pointless spoiler alert. We had a pointless death of Superman. Oh God, that was <clears throat> useless. Um, I, I really hated Jesse Eisenberg, actually. Oh, oh everyone did. Everyone it was horrible. I've had horrible. other people like argue with me and not tell me how I'm wrong. I'm like, I don't know. I just no. didn't think he was... The most menacing he really thing bad. he did was put a Jolly Rancher into some dude's mouth. He, and, <laughs> as, I, as I said before somewhere, was he was doing a pale imitation of Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, that's but, perfect. But without the acting talent. Yeah. I liked him in other things, but just not this. Eh. Eh. No, it was I, super bad. It was really, he was really bad. He was. Uh, the movie wasn't good. I still enjoyed it. Do you remember that, uh, well, at least you could say that, because there's some people who are yeah. like, um, if you don't like something, you're an idiot, and uh, those <laughs> movie fans. No, this one makes complete sense. Yeah. I don't uh, understand why people like episode seven. <laughs> people who like episode seven are stupid. Oh, uh, Star Wars? But, yes. So but this I, movie, uh, I, I found out the reason I liked it is because I didn't ever really saw Star Wars. I didn't really know the story. So for me, it was like the first time seeing it. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's really original. And then I was told how it wasn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was like, oh. So now I'm like, oh, so this is why people like Star Wars. I get it. That's pretty cool. Which is what they were trying to do. Yeah, but I, I, I see both sides of that. Um, yeah. I, I had a fun time in the theater. I, I really I really enjoyed seeing it. That was a good time. I enjoyed it. I I was able to uh, one uh, enjoy it mostly because it was not any of the prequels. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I think you know my problem was I saw the prequels first. I must have saw the original Star Wars and they did the re-release in theaters, and then I saw the prequels, and I just uh, just I don't know. I was just not. And my brother was so into it, it kind of turned me off. So I just never was really do. I never was really much for sci-fi until more recently. Mm-hmm. Until Firefly. Firefly was the first sci-fi thing I watched and loved, 
and um, I've come around. Yes, to shows like ours. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. And now I remember, Adam, the f- must be the first time we talked or second. I don't recall. But it was, uh, you said season two of Giga Hose was going to be season something of Angel or Buffy? Season five. Okay. I haven't watched <laughs> yes. Buffy. I had to have my wife explain that to me. Yes, it's season five of Angel. Angel, okay. <laughs> One of yeah, no, when Kevin and I were planning this out years ago, what the second season was going to be, and we talked about it, I was like, oh, oh, it's season five of Angel. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, trust me, this is a very apt metaphor. This is great. I. <laughs> That's pretty great. You're talking about that I didn't, or Kristen, you. Oh, I, I know season five of Angel. Yeah, I Angels. know. You, just, you, didn't really, I, you weren't as excited as I, I did. Well, no, because I, I wasn't getting the correlation of what you were making of like, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's a very apt metaphor. <laughs> because Wolf of, Angel's in charge of Wolfram and Hart in L.A. I, no, yeah. And, you, and he's like, oh, I'm going to take him out from the inside. And that's what we're doing in season two. It's really, it's a very smart nerd, but I don't, why are you pitying me right I'm now? I'm pitying you. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at me and not with me. Oh, I, I know, I know the difference. I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you guys are still obviously performing comedy throughout the last couple of years? We are. A little bit here and there, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, doing sketch, uh, we both were doing sketch, uh, comedy at the pit uh for a show that uh just had its uh, last show uh, a couple months ago called sketch show very original with with no vowels in it uh and then um i'm performing uh improv with uh my best friend keisha zoller um who's been on orange is the new black and she's going to be in a new show with sarah jessica parker on oh, HBO. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. cool uh, we're called Best Betches. <laughs> um, we actually have a show uh, end of the month. Oh, June 26th. Cool. Yeah. At the pit. And then uh, Adam just finished uh, doing the warm-up yeah. for Full House the Musical. Yeah, I was doing warm-up for Bayside, and, uh, Bayside the Musical and Full House the Musical, and both of those shows ended their run Six weeks ago? What about that? Yeah, something like that. So I am currently jobless, but oh. <laughs> uh, you know, bouncing around, reading, we're doing all the all the stuff on this show, and trying to get back out there doing stand up because I have time now. Yeah, hooray! So you had like consistent, solid work as a comedian. That's rare. Yeah, for three plus years. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh Sucks that it's gone. Yeah, bring it back. Who who was uh wasn't there a who was in Full House? Was it someone? Was it Perez Hilton? Yes, it was Perez Hilton. Good okay. memory. I remember reading you. that. I'll be honest. I did no preparation for this interview because we set this up like twenty minutes ago. This is all. Don't even worry about it. This is all uh, memory. Yes. Um. So what was that experience? Is he? He, he is a he's horrible. Okay, that's what I was hoping. At. At all things related to entertainment, um, he can't act, mm-hmm. he can't sing, he sure as hell can't dance, um, and then... Not good with comedy. Not, no. Very much not good with improv. No. Um, let me put it this way. When, 
he had his last show uh, with Full House months before the show actually closed. And for his last performance, everyone, uh, like, signed a card and, like, you know, thanks for being here, blah, 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 all the good times, whatever the bullshit you got to do to kiss ass and what have you. Uh, somebody came up to me, one of the cast members came up to me and says, Adam, um, the, the card for Perez is in the girls' dressing room if you want to sign it. And I go, why would I sign that? He doesn't know what my name is. Oh. And if I signed it, it would have been like, you never talk to me. <laughs> because he didn't. He was there uh, six months and never spoke to me. Not once. Wow. Yep. That makes me so happy to hear because you want someone that you think is a human piece of garbage to be a human piece of garbage. Yeah. And it would be like, he's a great guy and it's all an act. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Nope. 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 How did he get that role? Like, why would I don't know that? In, in, if you're allowed he to was a fan of uh, Bayside the Musical. I'm a fan of a lot of things, and I don't get to be in them. <laughs> <laughs> and was like promoting it, like he promoted it, uh, uh, and uh, I think did he approach them and was like, I, I you know, that it was announced that they were going to be doing Full House the Musical. Yeah. And he approached them about wanting to be a part of it. He said he approached the the producers and said, "I'll do anything. I'll be anybody. Um, I would just love to be a part of it." And there's and they said, "Oh well, let's see. You are famous for reasons, ish. And so, okay, then we'll put you in the show. You'll be Danny Tanner. You'll you will be the lead because you are famous on social media." Yeah. And they never auditioned him. Uh, and. The story goes as when they got into the uh, rehearsal room and actually you know, went through the show and started putting it through its paces and stuff. Uh, they all looked at each other, realizing the giant mistake they, ne- they made, and then never corrected themselves. Um, do you, was there a noticeable increase in ticket sales for his name? Because, yeah, he's <laughs> famous, but he's not someone I would like pay to go see. No. In fact, the other way so, around. People did come out to see him. Yeah. But it, he didn't sell the place out every night. Yeah. No. That's even better. I mean, not for you, but for the world. <laughs> I mean, people people went – I think there are people who went to, like, watch a car crash. Yes. Uh, That's why I would go. Like, the same reason I'm going to see Ninja Turtles do. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that was okay. I yeah, mean, me too. I, I'm, well, honestly, I, Green Arrow's in it. So, like, what do you want from me? Right. Yeah. He's an, uh, I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad he's in it. I want him to – Go on to do other things. Not that he shouldn't stop. He should stop doing Arrow now because it's no. a good show. I, but yeah, he, he he. I don't. If you follow him online, he like totally gets fandom, uh, especially yeah. the ladies. But he's like he does so much like Facebook and like internet stuff, and like he has that whole festival he puts on the heroes and villains, which I'm going mm-hmm. to. Oh, cool! <clears throat> nice. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the one in Jersey, then it snowed that day, so it got oh, canceled. Okay. So I'm going to the make the the remake and and he seems like an all-around like good guy because like you know when some dudes are like that handsome they're like you want to hate him but like he's like yes i know those feelings well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then he's but he's like he's really he seems like a good dude and he's got like a little cute daughter and a wife and he's always like online just visiting like children hospitals and stuff and, like you asshole but he seems like a, <laughs> seems like a good guy bastard yes and he's super talented like I don't know. I, I don't. He's really fucking talented. He's great as Arrow. Mhm. Yeah. He's probably gonna do fine as Casey Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, I mean. 
I think so. I mean, anyone that acts opposite of Megan Fox is bound to look better. So. I bet that was his decision. He's like, I can't fuck this up. The bar is so low. I mean, Megan Fox is your ugly friend when it comes to acting. Right. Yep. Right. She's the Prez Hilton of the Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> Let's hope they both hear this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slow well, clap for you, Chris. That oh, was thank very, you. That was very good. Did you guys try to watch Fuller House by any chance on Netflix? I watched you? like one or two episodes. Yeah, I got I did one episode and I was like, no, God. It, yeah, I all I heard was that Stephanie's <clears throat> boobs were the star of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like at this boobs. point in my life, it's not like I can't find breast anywhere else. <laughs> like with the, <laughs> I wouldn't keep watching it for that. Like, like there's a part, there's a scene. If anyone didn't watch it in the first episode. Where they, they recreate a scene from the first episode of the first, uh, season, which would be really sweet and cool, but instead they do a cut side by side to show you that they're making a reference to the, first, to the original series. And I was like, alright, you don't think your audience is smart. And then I just. Oh, wow. I got yeah. so, it annoyed me. And there's this weird thing, they're like, hey guys, let's go back to the 90s. And they did like a dance party for no reason. Yeah. Oh, so, and no one could act. Yeah, they, the part that confused me was that Stephanie was doing a British accent for like a moment. Oh, and I was like, DJ Tanner, because she's a DJ. That's, oh yeah, that's solid comedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephanie is a DJ who her DJ name is DJ Tanner. Oh God! Oh my God! It's sometimes infuriating though, like when. Uh, you, gotten to do the show i've gotten to meet like really cool and talented people and not all of them are successful or like having these great jobs and then oh. someone out there got hired to write that joke and got paid more money than i make yeah oh no no my my uh anger my like that that moment of anger of like someone got paid to do this was yeah. when they were promoting the 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 b movie the animated movie with jerry seinfeld yeah. and uh chris rock and it was everywhere around New York. You could not escape the promotion of it. And the tagline was, Honey just got funny. That's awful. And I wanted to murder that person. I can't believe Seinfeld would allow that. I like. I don't know why it infuriated me so much. Well, it's, it's terrible. just three words of copy. It's oh. three words of copy, but that, that was like, like, yep, nope, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's what's going to sell it. It's over. That's why I saw it, because Honey's now funny. Yeah. A friend of mine from college, like, he has some weird job I don't quite understand. But he, like, gets paid a boatload of money to make taglines for TV shows for when they go to the upfronts. Like, he has to, like, make the trailers and then make, like, the, any words you see on the screen or any of the tagline. Like, that's his job. Cool. I, was like, nice. I don't know how you get those types of jobs. It doesn't compute to me still. I'm also not looking for them by any means. But it's, just, <laughs> it's just like, oh, really? You get paid that much money for that? Because I, I work in like uh, for a baby or health company, and I don't get paid that much, and I kind of help people. <laughs> there, there are people I know who have gotten paid to help uh, create names for drugs. Really, illegal yeah. drugs or legal drugs? Legal, like prescription drugs. Yeah. Huh. It's yeah. it, it, wow. it, it is interesting. 
Um, some people, fa- fa- some yeah. people, yeah. Uh, some people fail upwards. Most people fail upwards. Yeah. Not Let's us. Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's success. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think, I, I feel like there needs to be like a, a Donald Trump parody about failing upwards and how he's the accidental nominee. Oh God. But, yeah. We'll dodge that one. <laughs> oh man. Um, so how's a uh, movie? I just saw that the movie preview review, you guys hit a million downloads. We did. That's we had, insane. Uh, yeah, a couple months ago, a million downloads. It's great. That's it's huge. going really well. And we were uh, we were on uh, Network Buddies for a long time. We were both on Misfits for a while. Oh, that's right. Uh, right. Yeah, but uh, our the the studio that we are record out of is starting up their own uh, little network. So we had to. Oh, I left it a little while back. With the uh, yeah, but uh, it was great, and we have some pretty big guests coming up. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's going to be on the podcast. No way. Uh, end of the month, yeah. That's got to be a little exciting. Be really cool. Or, or I think it's July, at the end of July. Um, and we have some other very big people that I don't like. They are they are big people, mm-hmm. but they're like that I don't really know them. Who? I don't know. Oh, I don't know their name. Kevin gave me a whole bunch of things like, oh, this guy, this guy, and this guy who's who's on like SNL and did a writer for this thing, but like they've done a lot of amazing things. Yeah, and they're big in the comedy, so like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, but I. You know, they're, they're not a name that I knew immediately, right. but they're impressive people. Yeah. Um. So, we're oh, and like Michael Ian Black will probably come on in the fall. Wow. With like Dean Garofalo and a couple other people. So, is this we got some pretty big things lined up? Is this like your network doing this? Is it just you and Kevin just wheeling? This dealing? is a. This is mostly just Kevin. Kevin did yeah. a. Uh, Kevin did a warm up for a new show. Something about like a debate show, like a comedy debate show. It's called Debate Wars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he met all the people on the show over the course of three days and schmoozed. And was like, hey, do you want to do this fun podcast? And they're all like, yeah, I do. So That's so great that people at any level are like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. It's just like it's most people find podcasts fun at whatever. Even like when like uh, like Obama did WTF, it was like you could even tell like he was having a good time. As great yeah. as fun I was listening, it's like he's like I don't get to do this ever. I don't get to sit yeah, and touch. We should get Obama next year. Yeah, we should get Obama next call- year. Hey, he, you know he's gonna have some free time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Trump's in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're All right, <laughs> podcast yeah. is over. Um, and I, you, I know you guys uh, had uh, Lindsay on too, Lindsay Goldwer, who I've got to meet through here as well. She's super funny. Yeah, she's great. She's that was a really good episode. Yeah, I listened to a, a handful of yours and oh, and Kevin obviously was that's a good one. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Uh, Kevin actually, we have a new version of the podcast that Kevin's going to be on. Uh, it turns out that uh, my Kevin Bartini has a hard time dealing with nerd movies because uh. he's not a nerd. So what's going on is that uh, he let me and Jay uh, do all the nerd movies. And so he won't, Kevin won't be on them. So in a few episodes, uh, this Kevin will be on them with me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys, um, if this is too personal, you don't have to answer, but like, have you guys made any money? Cause that's always the question with podcasting. <laughs> Making money doing podcasting. What do you think we are? I met I'm, someone. This is silly. I just met someone who, and they're, they're probably one of like 10 people, but like, that's their career. They're a professional podcaster. Wow. Wow. That's great. I, I, I asked him and he was so open about it. I still don't really quite understand it, but 
Um, it's Travis from my brother and my brother and me, and he does like eight shows and produces shows, and I still don't. Jeez. I don't under. I still. I'm like, yeah. But, well, he's on a network that gets donations and people give money. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I am not trying to see any money, but I, I know I'm, I'm never going to. But, <laughs> but I mean, I would think a million dollars. You guys, at least, hopefully, some sponsorships have come your way. Yeah, I mean, we will send not them at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, cause I remember reading you needed like ten thousand an episode to get into the Libsyn sponsorship program. Oh, or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. that yeah, there's. I don't know. I, you should talk to people who make money off of it. I'm not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go to the dude in his bedroom who's purposely trying not to make a dime. <laughs> yeah. How? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go out of go out of your way. Um, Excellent. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what, so what's the, how, where's, where are you guys at in the Kickstarter now? So we just launched, uh, this Monday, which is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, with the express purpose of, uh, guilting friends and family into donating on my birthday. It worked. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> um, so we're, we're trying to raise $15,000. Uh, uh, currently we're, just over two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, we have a lot of great incentives. Uh, you can get stickers, T-shirts, DVDs, copy signed copies of the scripts. Uh, you can get uh, a, a backstage uh, or uh, yeah, backstage tour um, uh, while we're shooting on Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, have a, a voiceover role. Um, so you can be in the show, uh, no matter where you are in, in, in the world. Um, you can be in season two. Yep. Um, we have, uh, extra roles. You can have like, a, a, a role on camera. Um, yeah, we have a lot of great incentives in store for people. Mm-hmm. You can go on a date with me and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, if you give us enough money, I know you, since you're a fan of the first season, you'll know this uh, reference, but you can get vagina hands. Yeah. Ooh. Hey. That is a thing. That we will make for you yes. if you give us enough money. <laughs> we will figure it out. We will do anything. Anything. We will do, Pretty much. We will do anything. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Would you watch a um, Star Wars Episode Seven on your date with someone? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if they're paying, they're paying, they paid us a lot of money, I will basically do whatever they want. Yeah. Or the four hours of Batman vs. Superman uncut. That's fine. I don't mind that at all. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. I mean... We're we're both horse, so <laughs> hey, we'll do it, man. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So where can uh, people find all this stuff on the old internets? You want to go to gigahose.com has the is the catch all for everything. That's g i g a h o e s dot com, or you can just go to Kickstarter, type in gigahose. Season two should pop up. Um, obviously, you can check us out on Twitter, which is our handle is at gigahose. Very simple. Um, you can find Kevin and me on Twitter as well. We're Twittering about all sorts of stuff, uh, mostly about the Kickstarter. Uh, but I'm at the Adam Lash, and Kevin's at Kevin. No, no, no Gilligan, Gilligan. Gilligan at Gilligan, like the island underscore McJew, <laughs> which I'm not ashamed to say. Still one of my favorite Twitter handles of all time. Thank you. And it was on at midnight last year. Yeah, that was last year, right? I think I remember. Nice. I went back and watched. Was that Brian Posehn? played you yeah brian posein and uh, aisha taylor uh, aisha tyler and 
I can't remember his name. Uh, the other guy. And the third guy. Damn it! What is his name? He's a comedy friend. Uh, like they were both on uh, Sarah Silverman. Steve Agee. Steve. Yeah, Steve Agee. Oh wow. Yeah, because yeah. they both looked. Good I remember. I just remember it because I was like, they both looked like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, they were both. They were twi- uh, dressed as the twins from The Shining. Yes, yes, but it's hilarious because they're both like nine feet tall and five hundred pounds. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love, yeah. Um, Brian Posehn was in my cousin's music video, and when I last time I saw him, I just wouldn't stop talking to him about Brian Posehn, and he's like kind of getting annoyed. He's like, "Just leave it alone, dude." He's like, "How'd you meet <laughs> Brian?" He's like, "I just toured Europe." Yeah, but Brian Posehn, man. <laughs> <laughs> See where my things are at, but oh, awesome! Thank, thank you guys so much for uh, for doing this, and uh, it's great catching back up with you. And I hope this Kickstarter goes well. And uh, I think, I mean, I hope you hit your goal. I mean, especially that people should go out watch season one first, and you're gonna fall in love, and then give you guys a lot of money. I certainly hope so. All that stuff we we put the whole first season up on the Kickstarter page. So if you just go to our Kickstarter page, you will see everything, everything, everything. It's a really good pitch. It's an amazing good pitch for us. Yes. Just, all we need is like five or ten bucks from everybody. I do have one last question. For season two, will we get yes. the classic Adams dildo, getting a dildo to the face again? Or some sort of physical comedy where you're being hurt? Because that seemed to be a fan favorite. <laughs> wow. Because uh, I, 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 had, I had listened to you on multiple podcasts like with our good buddy uh, from We Are Not Here to Please You. And it came up there, too. I was like, I'm not the only one who thought that scene was phony. Uh, yes. There, there is plenty of physical comedy. God, uh, the noise a lot that of, the dildo hit your face, is, it still makes me giggle to this day. I'm really glad, because that it looks it like hurt. it hurt. I'm, it did, because it did. <laughs> it looked, uh, I'm glad uh, you really liked it. There's there's a lot of physical comedy. There's a lot of jokes uh, from the first season that will be will have nods to them in the second season. Yes. Of course, they will be different, right. but it's, it will build on itself. Right. Uh, and we'll work in a way of getting me hit in the face with a dildo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just for you, Chris. Oh, that's great. All right, guys, have a good rest of your night. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Let's Chat with Revel and Friends is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, and movie podcasts. Check out our other shows, That Pop This Live, Talking Shondaland, We Got Five, and TV Ate My Brain at courtsandparts.com.